Mic, 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 microphone check, one, two, microphone check, one, two. We're coming back. It isn't a back-to-back. I'm not going to lie, but we are back. You know what I mean. <laughs> Hope everyone is doing well out there. Welcome to episode 22 of Switched On with me, Paul Logwe. This is a podcast where I talk about anything and everything on my mind this week, this hour, this month, this year, oh, whatever the time is. We're here. We're here. Hope everyone is doing well out there. I hope everyone is staying hydrated. You gotta stay hydrated. It's warm out here. This weather is peaking. It's peaking out here. Not gonna lie, I am boiling right now. I'm making a massive sacrifice with this episode because I got a fan off. I got a window, the window closed to try to create a nice, like, you know what I mean? buff areas i can record this with a good audio quality but yeah i hope everyone is doing well out there like i said stay hydrated keep yourself well safe in the shade also get yourself some factors and i mean lotion on your skin as well to kind of protect your skin from this weather because it's going to be it's going to be hot and it's going to get hotter but yeah i hope everyone is doing well um yeah um last episode i was away i was just coming back from holiday in a sense but oh man holiday was bliss um this was like uh, my first holiday since if i remember right, i think september 2019 when i went out like on a boys holiday to a napper and so i haven't been i haven't been on a proper holiday i've taken time off like work and stuff like that but just a holiday out whereby i can just switch off the aim was just to switch off and i haven't had that in a very long time so um, i was meant to have one in actual march of 2020 but then we all know what happened then. And <laughs> COVID came and just smacked every plan out. So went into lockdown. And then since then, it's just like, you know, I'm just kind of pacing myself. But I think this holiday kind of opened my eye to how, in a sense, I was drained. I was drained physically. I was drained mentally. Everything I was just fatigued out. So the holiday came at a great time. And what a holiday it was, uh, me and a girlfriend. Went out to Rhodes, Grids, um, Rhodes, Greece. Um, what a holiday! It was beautiful. It's amazing. The weather was weather was scorching, but it was fantastic. It was fantastic to me. I was happy that we actually did this trip because the original idea was to do like a road trip around the UK, um, and then we decided to like you know I mean let's switch it up. And I'm happy we did so because it was worth it. Just getting away from the country, just getting away and just being out. And just having not to worry about anything. It was fantastic. And um, yeah, like I said, um, we, we kind of did like an all, we did an all-inclusive. Um, we stayed at a place called um, Lydia Maris in um, in Rhodes. And I have to say, if you have the opportunity, do an all-inclusive because it just gives you the flexibility. Wake up, whatever, get some food, whatever. It was a nice, it was a nice resort. The pool was nice. Get a sunbed in. I mean, it's like you got a chance for sunbed because people go early early morning to get a sunbed but it was amazing we got there we spent about i think eight days or so and every single day was just a vibe it was just a vibe being there with my girlfriend was amazing we were just chilling having fun we got a chance to explore as well um and like the rooms were good everything and i mean standard stuff again all inclusive um like the first three days we just spent it chilling i mean chilling I mean, beside a pool, some tan and some bathing, whatever you want to call it, enjoying some good food, enjoying some uh, um, 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 this <laughs> access to the bar, and I mean, free alcohol and that kind of stuff. The drinks were just flowing. It was amazing. I really enjoyed it. Um, and yeah, and I mean, the pool, like I said, the pool was good. 
um, food was good. We actually went around we um and tried some different like um, different restaurants as well beside the sea. It was amazing. It was amazing. Um, so yeah, we did we did that. Um, I would recommend one of the restaurants that we that we went to beside beside the sea is called um I think it's called Tu Tunis Tunisaki Tunisaki. That's what it's called. I've got to butcher that name so badly. The food was amazing, so that was good. Um, and I think like after three days, we started doing a bit more like exploring. Um, did a whole like boat trip. Went up to like Lindus, another island. It was beautiful. A lot of uphill, but I had my shirt off. The moment like we literally got on the boat, I had my shirt off because it was scorching hot. But the experience was great. The island was beautiful. Um, just going down the corner, like the like the little back alley streets and all that kind of stuff, trying to go uphill. Um, it was amazing. Uh, I mean, your boy can't swim, but I had a little life jacket on. I mean, dip my dip my leg into the water a little bit, got my body fully into the water, and I go back out. <laughs> I ain't dying outside there, man. <laughs> but that's something I need to get 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 back to being able to kind of swim but yeah it was it was amazing and then like and, and that was like on a friday but then we got the chance to rent a car um so the saturday and the saturday and sunday while, while out there we rented a car but actually the friday before that we went to the seafood restaurant and jesus the food was amazing i've been craving seafood for years for like year, proper seafood platter for years and this did not disappoint it was amazing the food was great and then on that saturday sunday we got and we rented a car your boy had to do a little driving you know it felt good i ain't gonna lie rented a little um nissan micro and we just explored like old town and roads old town um the hills and like just various locations the scenery was just amazing like i've got so much photos of scenery it's just ridiculous that that is a beautiful place and for me it was it was good because i got a chance to kind of like just switch off and just be me and just kind of like not have to worry about everything else that's going on in the world. In the morning, I wake up in the morning and I, I, I shoot my family a text. Like, I hope everyone's okay. I'm out. And that's it. Like, if you have to get in touch with me as an emergency, cool. But apart from that, really, you know, you, <laughs> I'm just I'm just out there just doing me. And it was great. I I decided not to kind of like get the, 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 the phone plan. So I just went out just did what i need to do and just have having to kind of like switch off from every other aspect of life that i'm so connected to was really good was really good and I, I, I needed it and so kind of having having that time to spend with a girlfriend as well was great we just we just chilled just vibe went out <laughs> the, the last night before we came back we decided to go out to like the club sections of like of, of, of like the island and yeah man's old man man's old <laughs> I think I was I was surrounded by like 17, 18 years old kids and it's just the music was just different. Everyone was just like on a whole different vibe. I'm I'm more for like the bar scene and I mean like chilled area and stuff like that. I am for the dance floor, I ain't for the clubs and all that. But but no, it was good just to experience that. And then yeah, came back to the UK to literally the government imploding on itself. <laughs> And I was so tempted just to get back and just grab my mic and do an episode, but I was like, you know what? No. No. Let me do myself a favor, step back, and let me just let things play out. Give myself time to just kind of like get myself acclimatized back to way of life and stuff like that. But yeah, the government in the UK was just imploding. Boris Johnson was literally fighting for survival. 
um, his party was just kind of like just crumbling down and was crumbling down as a result of a news that broke. For me, actually, when I think about Boris Johnson and everything that has happened to him, party gate, cost of living crisis and, and, and another kind of stuff that's happening, or in Patterson Rao, I mean, and just all, all the other stuff that has had he's done over the years, lying, Brexit and that kind of stuff. I, for me, I knew there was going to come a time whereby he would have to go. There, there was going to come a time whereby he would have to go. But I was waiting for that next story to break. I was like, what is the next story to break? What is the next thing to push the edge? What is the next thing to push the public against him? What's the next thing for his cabinet members and those in his party to be like, ah, okay, we are in real deep trouble. They were in deep trouble already. The coffee was brewing. But they were willing to hold on to the notion of he could win us a general election. And the breaking news of the um, the Chris Pincher affair, which is basically, it's nasty. It's nasty. Um, there's the MP Chris Pincher, um, who was actually the conservative deputy chair whip. He was appointed in that role by Boris Johnson. Um, was at a men's club. A private, a private members club, basically a private members club, where he where he claimed to have drank too much and basically groped, groped somebody else. Um, he groped two men, and which led to other allegations of 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 him of like dating back so many years of him doing inappropriate shit, and. You know, you know the story, like the the cabinet members, Boris and all that came out saying, Oh no, we didn't know whatever. When in fact it was actually known. The allegations and and actually it was found out to be true that he had done it. So we had the Prime Minister signing off on somebody becoming the deputy chair whip, which basically being the chair whip means that you're in charge of whipping your party into into line. You put the guy that is a known sex, basically sexual offender in a position of power as fucked up. And that was the that was the whip that broke the camel's back. It wasn't Partygate, whereby, you know, I mean, Boris Johnson was partying in Downing Street with other cabinet ministers and shit like that. And it was found that he broke the law and he got a fixed penalty notice for that. It wasn't that. It wasn't the cost of living crisis, inflation, which is actually also kind of linked to the whole Brexit. Brexiteers would like to say no it isn't but it is linked to Brexit a little bit because even even those that um even those that work in cabinets and and um no not not those that work in cabinet but those that support the cabinet members those that actually do the hard figure numbers said that Brexit was going to cause a massive destabilization of the UK economy which we are seeing partly in play that wasn't what's going to take him down him lying nah I wasn't going to take it now. It was going to be this. And what happened is he resigned. Quote, unquote, resigned. What he did was actually play a move on, on everyone else. He played he played the move of, I'm resigning, but I'm going to be caretaker. You can't resign if you're going to be caretaker. That's not how it works. So technically, he's still prime minister. He's still prime minister and... This is where I don't put it past him or I don't put it past the party because currently right now they're going through um, um, selection for a new, I mean, someone that's going to uh, um, um, someone that's going to lead the party and then basically become new prime minister. 
But I don't put it past him and his cohort in there to do, you know, I mean, some shenanigans to try and seize power. Because basically, that's what he's doing. He's basically trying to do a Donald Trump by staying in power after quote unquote resigning. That's basically what it is. Because if things were meant to be done right, just like how Theresa May did it, was I'm resigning. I'm out. There's no staying. You're out if you resign. There's no place in here in this in, in, in this modern society whereby you resign from a job and you still stay on for months. It just doesn't make sense. Just doesn't make sense. So yeah, that was a story that I kind of fell in, fell into. And am I surprised that he is going? Or am I surprised that he resigned? No. Because the reason why he resigned was he would rather walk away. His ego is so big, he would rather walk away than for him to get fired because there was there was gonna be there was gonna be a, a, a no confidence motion because he had one previously that he won a few weeks ago and then his party were gonna rectify it so that they can bring another no confidence vote in. His ego is so bad that he would not be able to stand him being fired. So he would rather walk away and save himself because his resume would never show that he got fired from being prime minister. He's been fired from other jobs, but not prime minister. So yeah, that's what we have going on in the UK. The, we basically don't have any proper leadership team. Everyone is fighting amongst each other, trying to get the next, trying to get the next job. And for me, one thing stays the same. Anybody that leads the party that was part of his cabinet is is they are one of the same. Because I'm sorry, a lot of them supported him while he was doing fuck shit. But now they're trying to distance themselves because they want they want the big job. So how can you trust somebody to be your prime minister when they were in full support of the man that was in there doing fuck shit? You're in no way different. And that's what's going on right now. And um, I'm I'm keeping an eye on how on, a, on how this plays out. It's interesting to me. So it'll be interesting to see what happens because we have very very various people in in contention right now. There's um people like Penny Penny Mordert, Kemi. There's Rishi. There's Liz Trust. There's so many of them, but it's 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 a mess. But I'm keeping an eye on this mess because it's an interesting mess. Because this is going to be important for the next two three years and the general election to come after that. So yeah, that was what I came back to the UK to. Literally, the economy, um, um the government crashing on itself <laughs> it's wild as hell it is wild as hell and um but that was kind of like something that hit me i won't say hit me but something that i walked into but there were there were a couple of stories that i was kind of keeping my my eyes on before i went on holiday and this is going to take a little bit of a turn it's to do with the whole r kelly case and the um Ghislaine maxwell case and what the outcomes of those trials were going to be. So it was reported, I mean, the case against R. Kelly. R. Kelly was sentenced to 30 years in prison for federal racketeering and sex trafficking charges. Round of applause. Throw that man under the fucking jail. It's as simple as that. Throw that man under the fucking jail. He is... A disgrace. He is a disgusting 
human being. The stories alone are just disgusting, are just gross. What this man did, what this man was allowed to do and get away with for so many years, it's just appalling. It's just appalling. And to be honest, I think 30 years, I don't know why, I mean, they couldn't give him a life sentence, but 30 years, he has to serve the whole 30 years. Potentially, I think he's 50, 55. He is, comes out at 85. His life is over. I wouldn't be surprised. I, I don't wish it on anyone. But I don't think he'll be able to spend that kind of time in prison without harming himself or potentially transitioning. I don't, I don't like using the word suicide, but yeah, transitioning. But yeah, the verdict is right. I have to say, I've, I, I can't bring myself to listen to any R. Kelly song. And how hard it is, is R. Kelly has penned so many songs for other people that I find it hard to listen and know what I'm listening to. But I actively avoid his song. Songs that have his name, songs that I know that are his. I actively try and avoid it. Because, I ain't gonna lie, I've seen the video. I remember growing up and I saw that video. Nasty video that went around. It was one of those videos that was just being shared around. Caught a glimpse of it. It did not register then. But the older I got, that shit registered. And 30 years, send him. And I think there needs to be a lot more done. There needs to be a lot more done. A lot more done in the sense that this is not just only about R. Kelly. And people like Gillian Maxwell as well. She got she got sentenced to 20 years in prison. I wonder why 20 years. Why didn't she get 30 years as well? Or why didn't she get more? I'll, I'm going to touch on that in a bit. But people like this, my question is, wh- wh- who are the other people around them that facilitated this? That facilitated this behavior? Because we can't just go after them. We have to go after those that facilitated it. There were talks of his reps, his managers and stuff like that, facilitating them literally driving to schools to go pick up young girls. Just like you had Gillian Maxwell and all that kind of people that facilitated nasty behaviors of the Jeffrey Epstein's and stuff like that. Nasty behaviors. They They had a circle of people that allowed shit like that to happen the facilitated shit like that to happen. So my question is, why are we not bringing people, why are we not chasing after those people that actually facilitate them as well? Even, even for example, in the, in the R. Kelly case, there are parents of those kids that were victims of R. Kelly that should be held responsible as well. And the reason why I say so, there were a lot of parents that were trying to push the kids to fuck with R. Kelly. It is known. It is known. There was actually one of the trial transcript of a, of, of a parent telling the kid, yo, you know, try and secure it R. Kelly. Why would it, because of fame and money and all that kind of shit. I'm sorry. We need to hold those people accountable as well. R. Kelly is a predator. But all those people that facilitated those kind of behaviors also need to be held responsible. Just like with whole Gillian Maskell, I'm just in the royal family to be held responsible because you have Andrew that was involved in fuck shit like that. 
and this is not just about celebs alone. We have this going on in different communities around the world. Whereby you see you see disgusting behaviors that are sometimes facilitated by others or supported by others or shattered by others. We need to do we need to do something to change that mindset. Also just keep creating more victims. And potentially also creating future future predators. Because it is known that R. Kelly got abused as a child. Potentially that could have been what instigated him. We don't know, but we need to be able to break that cycle. And, it's, and, and now it's also interesting that we see in the UK here, DJ Tim Westwood is also facing sex allegation crimes, uh, uh, allegation of sexual, uh, 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 of sexual crimes. In the UK, DJ Tim Westwood, the big DJ Tim Westwood, now I think um, um, a, a woman has come out saying that she had sex with him several times while she was fourteen. In the space, in the space of um, 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 the claims claims of misconduct and abuse of power and all that from nineteen ninety to two thousand to to twenty twenty, a lot of incidents have happened during that time. While he was working for the BBC, and this is where. Things are beginning to make a lot more sense to me. I've, I've always had this feeling. Why is it that those in these high-profile positions are just able to get away with it? When, it? when it is known in the industry, it was known that Kelly was a fucking perv, was a predator. It was known, it was known, it was known that, I'm um, listening, uh, um, Janelle Maxwell and Jeffrey Epson were into shit like that. It was known that G, uh, um, listen, DJ Tim Westwood was involved in shit like that. And these were people that had connections to major corporations and industry. The BBC and all sorts. But why were they allowed to just get on with business as usual? I think, and this is just me thinking, the money was way too good for them to stop them from doing what they were doing on the side. So far, you're bringing in good money. So far, you're bringing in shit ton of money. We don't care. So far, you're bringing in shit ton of money. They didn't care. They didn't care that you were getting involved and get and and, and get involved in some disgusting act or allegations of flying. Allegations were being buried. I mean, people and, and stuff like that. It's wild, but it's, it's making a lot more sense now. It it's all about the money. If the money is good, if the money is good, if the money that is coming in is superb, it's beautiful, it's, it's large, it's big, it's countless. Most of this enterprise and this corporations don't care, or they are happy for you just to get get along and do your fuck shit on the side. And even in some cases, they will help you try and bury. That can't be allowed to happen. We can't keep happening. Also, we're going to keep having it. We're going to keep having stories. We see it. Every few months, a new celeb comes, a new story about celebrity comes whereby 10 years ago, 20 years ago, this person was doing this kind of shit. This person was doing this kind of shit. It was known. It was known, but it was buried. It was here. It was here. We can't keep having that. And this is also a reflection of society. We can't keep having that. 
we need to do a lot more we need to do a lot more and i'm gonna keep i'm gonna keep a close a close eye on this tim westwood story i want to see how this plays out i want to see how the bbc tries to maneuver themselves around this year because that would say a lot about the bbc but yeah that's it for me today that's just i want to try and keep it a bit light i don't want (laughs) to i know that's a bit of a deep story to end the podcast with but that's just what has been uh, kind of bugging my mind this past like few days and I want to kind of share with you guys. But thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the um, um, the podcast today. If you have any comments or any or, or, or any insights you want to share with me, please do hit me on Instagram at switchdone underscore with Paul. And until next time, peace out.